So, Corey, what grade were you in when you uh, took human biology class? I'm pretty sure I was in eighth grade. Yeah, I was thinking seventh, eighth, ninth, somewhere right around there. there. But, you know, kids today, they're maturing much faster than they did when, when we were youths. Definitely, definitely <laughs> when we were youths, yep. We're going to find out about some second graders who got an interesting biology lesson oh, in today's Oh, great. Show. That sounds awesome. All right. Um, we have a, also have a Florida story that'll make you think twice about having a surgery in a motel room. I don't think I would even think about it once. Okay, you say so. <laughs> motel rooms seem clean to me, so why not? So we are uh, both football fans. Yeah. I'm thinking that if the Jags or the Finns or the Buccaneers need a new kicker this sure, year, yeah. there's a Florida freak who just might be the perfect candidate oh, for them. Oh, great. So we'll Sounds like him. a good story. Yeah. All that and more coming up on Episode 8 of the Florida Freak Show. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Ladies and gents, boys and girls. Step right up for the Florida Freak Show. Welcome back to the Florida Freak Show. I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. And if you've ever read a Florida story online or seen a Sunshine State newscast, you know that Florida's greatest export are weird stories that about people that live and play here. And we have a few of those, don't we, Kirsten? Oh, we always do. Great yeah. stories ripped from the headlines, ripped as we like to headline. say. But before we get started, sure. I just... I'd like to be the first to really wish everyone out there in, in Freakland a happy hurricane season. Happy hurricane season. It's back again, baby. Yeah, better than ever. Yep. Oh, I mean, yeah. We already have three named storms, and it's only, you know, the first week of June. Record setting season. I was going to say, you mentioned to me the other day that this is the earliest we've ever had three named storms, yeah. which is unbelievable. And a little terrifying. Very terrifying. <laughs> I mean, anything would be terrifying this year. But definitely uh, any sort of unprecedented thing when it comes to hurricanes, yikes. Do we expect anything less of 2020? Right, yeah. So uh, moving on. on. Yeah, bring it on. Moving on to things that are maybe a little bit lighter than our uh, impending doom. <laughs> um, so one of our first episodes, we talked about virtual meetings and how people are doing their jobs now virtually. Everyone, Zoom is a big thing now. Right, everyone from attorneys to drag queens. It's all virtual, right? Yep, everything's virtual. So I have a story for you, an international story from the state of Florida. <laughs> this one in the Daily Mail. Oh, oh, great. I'm not going to read it with a British accent. Going across the seas, excellent. Across the pond. Yep. A mother of three from Jacksonville accidentally crashed her daughter's Zoom meeting with her classmates while completely naked. hey yo. Ashley Ferret-Smith says her daughters were set up with computers and other rooms of the house when she hopped into the shower. Mm -hmm. Little did she know that while she was in there, her youngest daughter had moved into the master bedroom and started a Zoom oh, meeting. She called an audible and moved into <laughs> the bedroom. That's... Yeah, I can see where this is going. So when Ashley came out of the bathroom with just a towel wrapped around her head, she realized a bit oh. too late that her seven-year-old's classmates could see her completely naked. Wow. Ashley shared a video of her reaction, not the actual video on Good Facebook. And that video has gone on to garner over 1.8 million views. Wow, that's a ton. Yeah. So she says, hey, this wasn't in the parenting handbook. Virtual schooling is hard. Right. Balancing everything is oh, hard. Yeah. Not being able to exist in your own house without knowing where a Zoom call might pop up is also hard. Yeah. She also adds that it was probably the most humiliating moment of her life. Oh, boy. I can definitely <laughs> sympathize with this, Mom. Notice I use the word sympathize. I haven't had any of this ever happen to me. So no empathy here necessarily, but lots of sympathy. 
Um, yeah, because we have Zooms uh, like on our iPads and iPhones, and so it's, I love my Zoom happy hours. Yeah, it, the Zoom happy hour is great, and it's nice because with the iPads and iPhones, we can move them around the house. Absolutely, and we usually always set them up against a wall. Honestly, so, our house is such a mess that it, pretty much the yeah, only you're place just, we you're can... trying to find a good place against the wall. But I mean, it, but it also serves another purpose in case we ever get caught. You know. Sans trow, trousers <laughs> or whatever it might be, we uh, don't have to worry about necessarily walking into any one shot, which is really really nice. Yeah, because nobody needs to see me in the buff. That's not that's nobody wins. Nobody wins when that happens. Um, but I do like the idea of the towel on the head and nothing else. I may have to surprise you one of these times with. That. Oh, it's like the Jafar from Aladdin, sexy Jafar. Sure, thing going I mean, on. yeah, I just. I, I probably shouldn't have said anything, but uh, just yeah, be you've prepared. Spoiled, spoiled, spoiled the surprise. Spoiled the fun, right? So it's probably a good thing that uh, Governor DeSantis decided many, many weeks ago that school was done. Uh, in-person school, at least, was done for right. the year. Because yeah. can you imagine the parent-teacher conference? Not at all. No. The next I mean, one. It would awkward. Very awkward, to say the least. It just wouldn't be a fun, fun situation for anyone. No. Yeah. Uh, nobody wants to bring that up. Nobody wants that brought up. No. Yeah, exactly. Hey, when did it become so so common for us to live out our whole lives online? I know with the whole social distancing thing that it makes it a lot easier for us to do so many things. Well, you know, these kids today I with know. their hair and their clothes. Yeah. Hey, we all still need a little bit of private time, and, <laughs> including that mom. She just needed a little bit of private time. You know, I, the I, apps really make it hard. I heard something the other day that something like 75% of people are never more than an arm's reach from their phone. Yeah, right. Never. Always so, so close. Shower, bathroom. Yeah. I don't live like that. I I spend more than my allotted amount of time on the yeah. phone, but but when I put it down, when I put it down to charge for the night, it's in another room. Right. Yeah, you're you're different than a lot of people in that way. Like I've always been like sort of I I think the right word is for it is just admirable. You know that you could do that. I mean, I always sleep with it <laughs> Literally, right next to me. Literally, it's only while I'm sleeping. <laughs> but I know, but I always sleep with it right next to me every single night and I just have gotten used to Having it there, I don't look at it throughout the night or whatever, but I like the idea that it's right there. I think it's great that you put it in the other room and just like gone and out of sight completely. You know, it's just so hot here in Florida. It would be so easy to get caught in those sorts of things. I'm not wearing a three-piece suit walking around the house, so I'm right? just saying. Yeah, so, okay, here's a question for yeah. you. Seven years old is second grade? Yeah, it's pretty much right, yeah. How old were you when you got your first sex ed lesson? Oh, much older than that. I, I was, uh, I can't remember when it happened in the home, but just for a frame of reference, like sex education class, I think didn't take place till like we were in ninth grade. Okay. So it was like, you know, well past seventh grade. I mean, well past second grade. Right, 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 I'm right. I'm sure that my mom talked with about it with me at some point before that. All I know is that when I took the sex ed class, um, it was just cannon fodder for me to just make fun of it because I knew more than enough by that point. Yeah, I was kind of curious about this because you grew up in a fairly small town, grew up in rural America, right, in the right, heartland. Right. Yeah, yeah. The kind of town where you had your doors unlocked all the time. Right. Yeah. I grew up in a fairly big suburb. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we we also had sex ed, I want to say maybe eighth grade in mm -hmm. health class. Yeah. We had our health class and then we had like a unit 
Yeah, I think... No pun intended of sex ed. (laughs) I think, not surprisingly, and this may have been the same case for you, like if you watch that show like Goldberg's or whatever, the phys ed teacher teaches... Oh, no, 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 no. It was a health teacher. It was a science teacher. I'm pretty sure the phys ed teacher taught ours. So that really hit home for me. So in six... Which was always so funny because it was just... He was, you know, very embarrassed about having to talk about this in front of I the I think kids. I know your but, high school phys ed teacher, but, and I, I can't yeah, picture Yeah, I mean, it might have been somebody <laughs> different, but it's just, yeah. I, I think we we had a lot of fun just making him feel, you know, very awkward. Well, like me and every other girl who grew up in the 70s and 80s, Judy Bloom really was my sex ed teacher. Oh, yeah. oh you know so. what? For me, too. Just in terms of not necessarily, <laughs> like, learning all the lessons for the boys necessarily but judy bloom was a huge influence just in general like i loved her books her books were great um and they really yeah they were great confused me a lot of times sure because they were written in like the 50s and 60s right but got you thinking sure yeah sure 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 shout out to judy bloom yeah all right so from uh from naked ladies Mm -hmm. to naked men all right here we go and uh we talked about the naked men last week a little bit as the temperatures here in florida go up the pants in florida have a tendency to go down don't we know it right So, from Local10.com, Miramar, Florida police have made an arrest in a Memorial Day vandalism spree inside Miramar High School. Huh, okay. What does this have to do with nudity, you ask? No. A man was caught on surveillance video trashing the school, wearing a hat, headphones, Uh and nothing else. Whoa. All right. Here we go. (laughs) Yeah. Police say the man is 21-year-old Matthew Crandall, who broke in around 7 a.m. on Memorial Day and spent nearly 24 hours smashing televisions and computers and causing flooding in hallways and other areas of the school, all st- while naked. Wow. And, like, didn't he, like, I don't know if he took a break to sleep at all. 24 hours of straight that's doing this. That's a spree. This, that's, that's a spree. That's stamina. So, a school custodian discovered the damages, which total, by the way, upwards of $100,000. Wow. Crandall is from near our neck of the woods, North Fort Myers. Oh, yeah. And is charged with burglary and criminal mischief. Huh. It is not known if he had an affiliation to the high school. Yeah, I, I, well, that's just really odd, you know, because of how far away it is. Uh, so how do you get, how do you get to hat, headphones and naked? Do you think he like left the house that way? Well, first of all, I was probably having a bad hair day. Oh, true. Yeah. I mean, why not? I'm, I, yeah, I get that. And you need your smashing music. De- I get I get the hat and the headphones. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing Don't they misunderstand were me. over the ear headphones sure. you know, for maximum protection. Yeah. Because yeah. protective gear clearly is, you know, a priority That's for this young man. That's what I was thinking. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just wondering if he drove there naked or if he did some other things <laughs> naked. I don't know what it is. It's... It's just, uh, I just don't get it. It's like, it, maybe maybe he decided to strip down once he got there because he was like, oh, I don't want to get my Monday best all Well, you know, you know schools up. have been closed, so maybe the air conditioning hadn't been running. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, there you go. And, you know, got a little toasty in got there. Little, yeah, Got toasty. a little steamy. And, He's like, and, who else is going to be here? I'm, I, I'm just like, I, this is like basically like walking around the house. Right. Probably went to the locker room mm-hmm. and uh, and changed there, I would I would imagine, right? I yeah. Mean, the other know. thing I want to know about is, so you it says in here that he was, quote, smashing his TVs 
and computers and basically in the nude, I'd be worried about all that glass. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Shards. I'm just thinking of like Bruce Willis and Die Hard, like all the oh, all the damage feet. he did to his feet. Now imagine that for his whole body for some reason, like just getting shards of glass like flying everywhere and uh yeah, yeah, but protective gear well, once again. I mean, just wearing a layer of clothing would make such a huge difference. But hey, to each their own. Right. You know, who right. am I to judge? So, as always, I have questions. Of course. Question it is, away. It is, and I, it, this might be more of a statement, really. It is between two hours and 15 minutes to two and a half hours to drive from North Fort Myers to Miramar. Yeah, it's a long ways away. Of course, depending on whether or not you're willing to pay a toll. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you drive a little shorter for sure. the convenience there. Mm-hmm. But um, what? Wh- why? Why, if if he doesn't have a known affiliation to the school... that we Yeah, that we know of. Who knows? That we know of. Yeah. It, it, it boggles the mind. Now, between, between did he drive there naked and how why did he go all the way? And that is a way? long drive naked. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of time to premeditate. There's a lot of time to like decide, is this the right thing to do? Well, so, as we know, <laughs> Florida folks, you know, yeah. that doesn't like rarely does judgment actually come into their mind. Like, you know, should I do this or should I not? So as you know, as everybody knows, I have watched a lot of Criminal Minds. Yes, you have. During this pandemic. Yeah, you've pretty much made it through almost all of them. I have. There's one season that I can't seem to access on, on any service, and it's it's really infuriating yeah. me. But But I've learned a lot, and one of the things that I've learned is driving that far to commit a crime is a forensic countermeasure. Ooh, a countermeasure. How a does that whole thing work? So... Nobody would suspect the guy from two and a half hours away yeah, to be gotta destroying be sort of, a school. Right. You, there's got to be would, some sort of known radius where you think, oh, that's where everybody's coming from. Right. Absolutely. So it's a forensic countermeasure. He'd never be suspected. Yeah. You know, if it weren't for the fact that there's surveillance video of him naked. He's diabolical. You, you, you would think that perhaps a mask would also be a good forensic countermeasure. But, sure. you know. <laughs> well, you know. Sometimes I don't think we give them enough credit, and maybe we're we're giving them too much credit. Who knows? Sure. But uh, yeah, but it's it's fascinating to know that this could be a countermeasure crime as well. And Memorial Day. Wow. Is is this yeah. really the best way to honor our fallen soldiers? I can't think that it's the right way to go. I mean, the, I don't know what the appropriate holiday for for nudity is it's it's not independence day because fireworks and nudity yeah that's a bad idea christmas you've got the pine needles hanukkah you've got open flames a new year halloween doesn't make any sense unless you're going as a birthday suit right new year's baby new year's baby new year's baby we gotta figure it out that's your appropriate naked holiday come on crandall get this figured out next time (laughs) plus you know on new year's eve the the school's not going to be open because everybody's on break well, everybody's on break now, too. Well, but I'm just saying, like, if right. you're looking for a time when, you know, nobody's going to be there. Of course. Absolutely. Randall, we got it all figured out for you finally. Good. Thank goodness. All right. Okay, moving on to our third story. This one from ClickOrlando.com, although not really in the Orlando area. Hmm. A Florida man who was upset about the noise a chicken was making got violent last week in Ooh. Marathon. Deputies in Monroe County said 43-year-old Nicholas Kevin Chu's girlfriend called them to report that Chu kicked a chicken while they were arguing, and she was worried that the bird's leg was broken. Oh, wow. 
Chu reportedly admitted to kicking the chicken out of his way because he was upset with the bird's noises. However, a separate witness stated he saw Chu grab the bird and kick it the way a football player would kick a field goal. All right. The aggrieved Rhode Island red chicken (laughs) was found standing nearby on one leg. It was taken to an animal hospital where a veterinarian determined that it had suffered four broken ribs. Oh. Chu was arrested on an animal cruelty charge, but there is a happy ending. Oh, good. The chicken, whose name was Hoon was reunited with his owner by the Marathon ASPCA. Oh, that's good. I'm so glad that the chicken's okay, but this sounds really awful. I mean, it reminds me of that expression that I heard a lot growing up. Drop, I'm going to drop kick you through the goalposts of life. I don't know where that came from. I have nothing, <laughs> but we used to love to say it all the time. And I don't know, but, a, but a, unfortunately that needed to happen to Mr. Chu uh, instead of to this chicken. Uh, he should have been dropkicked. He this should have is been awful. It's just awful. Now, I will say, yeah. last year, Dolphins uh, uh, kicker, place kicker, Jason... Ka- yeah. Easy for easy me to for, say. Easy for you to say. Jason Sanders, because it's such a difficult name to pronounce, yeah, too. Colonel Jason Sanders. Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> oh, See, we're, we're bringing that whole chicken thing around right? full circle. Yeah, it's all making sense. Jason Sanders only kicked about 77, 76% field goal Ew, percentage last good. year. Not awesome. Not the worst in the NFL, but no. ooh, maybe we've found a new career for Nicholas Kevin Chu. Nicholas Kevin Chu. New career for you. I love it. Yeah, it's, it's possible. I mean, the guy's a winner in life. You can tell this already just by what we're he's a, He's a winner. And he's a catch. Now, I'm immediately thinking, so he's got a girlfriend already because she's the one that called the authorities. But maybe uh, if he didn't, he could have a tender profile that probably reads more like, uh, you know, got chickens, I'm going to kick them. Got friends, they better sleep with me. Otherwise, I'm going to blow up your house. Call me. So so the reason why Corey brings up um, blowing up houses and yeah. sleeping with one's girlfriend's friends is because we did a little research yeah. on Nicholas Kevin Chu. Uh, this same man back in 2018 was arrested for committing written threats to kill or do bodily injury. Oh, boy. Not to a chicken. Yeah. Uh, he was enraged, reportedly, because his girlfriend's lesbian friend rejected his advances, and so he threatened to blow up her house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is a catch. Huge catch. Huge winner. Big time. Yeah. Now, I, I do need to bring up one other thing about this chicken yes. story here. A couple, a couple of things, actually. Sure. What do you think when you hear Rhode Island Red? Um, I don't like I think of the state. I think of the I don't know. The like, state, the yeah, color. I don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there is something familiar about it. I think I know what might be familiar about oh, it. Oh, okay. As, as we often talk about Saturday morning cartoons. Yes, Or at least do. the last two weeks. Right. Um, Rhode Island Red was the name of Foghorn Leghorn's nemesis. Really? In Looney Tunes. In fact, I didn't know it was an actual breed of chicken. No. I just thought that it was his name. I love Foghorn Leghorn too. And by the way, a leghorn is also a chicken. Yeah. I'm bummed that I didn't know that. Uh, Oh, wow. Yeah. Rhode Island Red was the star halfback at Chicken Tech. Of course he was. They were college buddies. Oh, yeah. College chums. Now nemeses, nemesis, nemesi. I like nem. I like just nemeses. Yeah, they're uh, yeah, they're they're rivals. There you go. They're rivals. Yeah. So Foghorn Leghorn and Rhode Island Red 
went to college. Sure. I don't know what they studied. Perhaps mm. animal husbandry. I don't I don't know. Possibly. And we're we're rivals, and yeah. that's what I think of when I yeah. hear Rhode Island and, and Red. Like to, and, pro- and if I remember right, they really like to give each other a hard time all the time, yeah. or, at least, or at least Rhode Island Red was you know, not the nicest dude. No. Yeah. No, not that Foghorn Leghorn was yeah, a gem kind of, Yeah, kind of pulling his, pulling his strings all the time. Also, uh, you know, I, for those of you who don't know me well, uh, in another life, I coached a lot of speech and debate. Yes, you did. At the high school and yeah, college level. Very good. And uh, one of the things that we would do before a big tournament is we would do a lot of tongue twisters, vocal warm-ups. Right. You know, in the van on the way to, to the tournament to get us ready. Mm-hmm. Because the tournaments a lot of times would start at like 6.30, 7 in the morning. Yeah. And, you know, you're a little mushy-mouthed at right. that time. So, you know, we would do tongue twisters. Mm-hmm. And I think I found a great tongue twister, which is chicken kicker Kevin Chu chastised and charged. Ooh. Chicken kicker Kevin Chu chastised and charged. Okay, faster, three times fast. Chicken Come kicker, on, chicken killer Kevin Chu. Chick- chicken he didn't killer kill the chicken. Chicken, chicken. Chicken, chicken killer chicken chicken kicker chicken kicker chicken, chicken kicker. kicker chicken. Yeah, it's and actually tough. it's Nicholas Kevin Chu. But, yeah, you know, you you some artistic liberties there. Sure, I guess. Hey, yeah. If they're gonna give you three names, I'm gonna use the two that are alliterative. Uh, absolutely, yeah. my personal favorite tongue twister. Mm. I am a mother pheasant plucker. I pluck mother pheasants. I am the most pleasant mother pheasant plucker to ever pluck a mother pheasant i almost messed it up yeah you did yeah you did that's the best part of that one yeah Yeah. you're really good at tongue twisters i've noticed i am yeah i am you know it's it's on my resume yeah speech yeah it should be (laughs) right at the very top that's great all right final story final story comes to us from usa today and a, a little caveat here this one is actually from last year but for whatever reason, it okay. resurfaced in my news feed this week, and it is just too weird to ignore. So I, I hey, had to throw it into the show. I'm game. Let's do it. All right. In Sebring, Florida, 74-year-old Gary Van Ryswick was arrested and charged with practicing medicine without a license. Okay. Corey, what kind of medicine do you think Mr. Van, perhaps Dr. Van Ryswick in his mind? Perhaps. What, uh, what kind of medicine do you think he was practicing? Podiatry, mm. dentistry, mm. Mm, um, gynecology. All, all of those are are viable answers. None of them are quite as disturbing as the actual truth. Oh, okay. So I'll give you a little clue. He was performing a procedure on a man that he met on the website eunuch.com. Oh, right, sir. Yes. Okay. So back in I'm August, I'm starting to put this together. Yeah. <laughs> back in August, deputies went to Van Ryswick's house to respond to a 911 hang-up. Mm-hmm. Van Ryswick answered the door and told the deputy he had just performed a castration on a man. Oh wow! So deputies found the victim on a bed, bleeding heavily, oh. with a towel over his groin. A pink container nearby. Held two body parts. Oh, boy. I, I will let you guess what those were. Yeah. Uh, 
The room was set up like a surgical center with medical equipment and painkillers, and there was also a camera set up to record the procedure. Good, 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 good. That's good for evidence. Yeah. So the victim was taken to the hospital and later flown to a regional medical center. Van Ryswick told investigators that he had performed a similar procedure at a local motel several years ago, and that that man had gone to the hospital but without calling the police. Oh, okay. Well, you know. (laughs) He also, by the way, had told the victim that he had removed one of his own testicles back in 2012. Well, that makes me feel better. Yes, absolutely. By the way, practicing medicine without a license resulting in bodily injury is a second-degree felony. Wow. So, well, meeting a guy at a motel or a home to get a castration, sign me up. I mean, this seems like, you know, a can't-miss proposition. You know, let's just get this done and get it over with. I would have to read the reviews, though, first. Yeah. yeah. Do you think he's got, like, a Yelp review page? I'm hoping so, or maybe, like, an Amazon Amazon reviews <laughs> or, or, like, a Google business reviews or something like that. Like, questions I'd like to get answered. Will there be a camera taping the procedure? Have you removed one of your own balls before? I just need to know that these are, you know, questions that can be answered quickly. Because otherwise, I just don't know if this is the right thing for me. Right. Well, and I think it's perfectly acceptable if you don't get the answers you want that you take your balls and go home. Yeah, I'm done with this. Me and my balls, <laughs> wheeze out of here. So, wow. you know, I, I am guessing that you may not want to look up eunuch.com after listening to this podcast. No. Because I, I suspect that what, what you see is not going to be, you know, scenes from uh, Game of Thrones. No, no Google Im- image searches on this sort of oh, thing. Oh, no, no, yeah. no. No, just no. do yourself a favor and just make a note to not do this. Right. So I, I do think that it, it is yet another example of sort of that universal rule of the internet. What's um, that? Some folks call it rule 34. Rule 34. Which is, if it exists, there is porn of it. Oh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Whatever you can imagine, there is. Yeah. And also, I just as an aside to that, porn always also always pushes technology forward which is always very funny they're always the, the, the that's sort, true that's sort of that's first to jump on to like any new the, technological the transition yeah absolutely the mm-hmm. transition from dvd and blu-ray yeah. to streaming video yeah it was spurred honest to god it was spurred by pornography yeah they're the they're the pioneers the porn pioneers wow just saying i i you brought it up. I didn't bring it up. Did I bring it up? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> rule if thirty-four I brought... brought it up. Oh, rule thirty-four. It just made me think of it. It's my fault. I I thought of it because of rule thirty-four. Wow. But you're right. I mean, if if it does exist, there is porn of it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, I I I think at this point we just call it call it good. I mean, I don't know if there's anything more we can do with that. Let's just take our balls and go home. That's right. <laughs> so those, of course, are freakiest Florida finds for the week. What did we learn this week? Well, let's see. So we had the naked woman on a Zoom call. So yeah. I learned to always towel up, towel it up down low, until you make sure that the room is camera clear. Well, I think that's important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. and and just you know a little a little camera awareness. Yeah, you know, really, that's Head you talk about that in media all of, the time. Yeah. Can't being camera aware. Yeah, as soon as you enter a room where you don't know if there's somebody in it, head on a swivel, just yeah. making sure. Yeah, it's a weird new world that we live in. You don't know what's being broadcast. Right. What about uh? What about the um? 
naked fella. Oh, wrecking the school. Yeah. So, so I learned that uh, safety first when vandalizing properties, maybe not the best idea to just go commando. Although the story commando, did like, not mention any injuries, any abrasions. Well, that's just all because of good luck. He may be very careful. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could speak to his professionalism. I don't know. <laughs> or his, uh, yeah. And the Rhode Island Red. Oh, yeah. Kicking kicking chickens is a bad turnoff if you have it for a Tinder profile. But it does sound like a great restaurant. Kicking chickens. Yeah, absolutely. I like that I like that a lot because you know the legs are going to be great. Oh, but I'm bumped. Yeah. And uh and finally our 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 friend in Sebring who is practicing medicine without a license. The castration fella. Yeah. Yeah, avoid motels and and homes for surgeries on your bits and pieces. That's what I learned. Yeah, and and keep your bits and pieces to the professionals. And indeed, yeah. indeed. And and also, you know, it seems like he really dropped the ball yeah. on that procedure. Yes. All the puns, all the puns that we have all in the world. All the puns. Oh, that's good stuff. Well, that is another slice of Sunshine State silliness for this week. Now, as always, you can find plenty of other kooky news stories from our our illustrious state. Uh, on our Facebook page and on our Twitter page. That's right. Remember to follow us and like us there. That's at FLA Freak Show. If you see a Florida story we've missed, feel free to share it with us. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on our favorite po- on your favorite podcast platforms. It really helps us out and helps us find more freak fans like you to enjoy the show. Until next time, I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. As always, we will be back next week. And until then, let your Florida freak flag fly. Goodbye. <laughs>